He definitely got Kool-Aid on his lips in prison right now. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, damn. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, on the Six Comedy Podcast. Uh, we got your boy, Dolphin Savage. What up? Hey. Hola. Mark the Sniffles. Uh, it's Tribbles from the illustrious Howard University. We hear H-U, H-U. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Scam you. Hey. Uh, That's the university. What's good with y'all? Wow. Wow. Hey, man, look. What an the intro. Gotta, what like, an the intro. Jokes, the jokes, shout out to all, all the illustrious Howard uh, alumni. We are friendly. We're just getting the jokes off. This is what it is. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening. I think we uh, recently went over 10,000 total listens, so shout out to y'all. Ooh, wow. Thank you. But definitely appreciate all the, the day one supporters and uh, y'all make this happen. So we're going to jump right into it. Big story this week. Uh, and that's why we have uh, Tribbles on because she is an alumni of Howard University. Uh, there is a gentleman who has allegedly been accused of mm, not embezzling. He said he wasn't guilty of embezzling, but he received somehow almost $450,000. His name is Tyrone. Um, Hankerson, 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 whatever. He's a scammer. Scammer. It's probably, probably his fake name. But so, what? What do you? What do you know about this story? Like, let, let us know uh, your opinion, being that you are from this illustrious university. Um. So, uh, this scam has been taking place before Tyrone. I think let's let's just go out. I I agree with Tyrone. I watched his. Well, excuse me. Let me stop. I don't agree with what he did, but I agree with what he said today on his Roland Martin interview that he's a scapegoat for this because this. Um, unfortunate scam that took place happened between I think 2007 to 2016 so it was actually during my tenure at Howard I was at Howard from uh, 2010 to 2014 so someone in the financial aid office six people plus Tyrone thought it was cool to you know steal from the students and my nigga Tyrone got on the gram and thought he was an Instagram model and went fucking crazy like it's really not, I mean, what you saw on Twitter really was what the, what the story was, like, even behind the scenes, like, through group messages and stuff that we had throughout the school, like, niggas was just like, this nigga took money and decided to flaunt it on the internet for everybody else to see, and um, I had a couple people that classes with my I guess, undergrad, and they were just like, he would be in class crying about his grades, or like, oh, I need this money, I need this money, and this nigga was in the front office taking it. Like, mm. yeah, that was so. a cover-up. Yeah. So, I mean, he got a lot of people on his head. You know, you got some people that are concerned about this being in the media and how it's blowing up. Like the Howard community is kind of shaking right now. I think what this um, the group is actually called HU Resist. So this is not something that just happened like two days ago. Like um, as far as I know, this organization has been around for maybe a year or two, possibly longer um, and just have been calling and protesting um these events that they that are now like highlighted i guess to the national media they also go out and do community service events so they're they're an organization a student-ran organization um that is actually doing this so this was not just such a, a random act like these people came together um to put this put this protest on that is currently still going on um i think they're like 24 hours in and it's about 350 students are they um, still singing rihanna uh, <laughs> let me speak about this. Are they, are they, are they, are they, I thought that was 
perfect. I Are they still swag perfect. surfing? Or? Let's, let's talk about this. So <laughs> Swag from, surfing from in 2018. My, Jesus from Christ. My, from my insiders at the university, it, the, the, pro, the protest itself like was going to happen. And, and, and I sincerely do believe they were protesting, but some people also thought it was like funny to make it a darty, which is a day party put together. Like if you don't know mm-hmm. what a darty is, but um, to throw a darty in the A building. And so that was the snippets that got out, but I encourage the listeners to go follow. Um, I think it's at HU resist. Like they have, uh, they, they show what they, what they have been doing for like the past 24 hours. Like that scene that we saw on Twitter and like many people blew up, that was maybe five to 10 minutes of the quote unquote protest. Of course. My question yes. is, sorry, control. my question is, so did he get himself caught just by flaunting on social media the um, things that he has or how exactly did that come about? Do we know? Well, um, I know like a few days ago, I'm just randomly like scrolling my timeline and a medium, um, the website medium uh, had an editorial post at how like Howard University's financial aid scams students like out of a million dollars. Um, and so instantly like group chats are now popping, group memes, like people are sending this, this story out and everyone's taking a look into it. And mm. um, it was actually a whistleblower student. So a student who knew about what was going on tipped, mm-hmm. you know, wrote this, this editorial and leaked it. Um, but the issue, and I think a lot of people have not paid attention to that. Like if you actually read the medium article or under, you know, understand that beginning found like the foundation of what happened, the student who told was literally trying to get his grade change at the president said, Hey, <laughs> we're going to change your grades. What? He would have never known about it. He had to look out for himself. So he was, so, so the whistleblower, you know, said what he or she said. Mm. Solely because Next. the grades didn't get paid, so it was just, like they, they just trying to burn the whole school down. They're like, if I gotta go, yeah, everybody go. You they, going? You going? You going? They shooting choppers out right now at Howard <laughs> University. Just so. sitting in court, pointing people out like him, her, her, <laughs> him. Yeah. him. It, it's 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 a it's like honestly, it's a wild time just to even be an alum because, like I said, we got you got half the alum that's just like. Well, fuck it. It's it's out there now. Like, let's fix it. Let's do it. And then you got, you know, a lot of older people, some people within my class, class 2014, um, they don't really see why, you know, the younger people chose to go to social media with it. And I mean, my whole stance on it is just that's, like, what, that's what you do. That's, you see, that's what I said. That's what you do. Yeah. Watching the videos of them singing Rihanna and Swag Surfing, like, all I saw was just phones out everywhere. So that's, that's just yep. the landscape we live in right now, man. Yeah, so, um, but no, I, I, I support what HE Resist is doing. I'm happy the stories it, it's got now. I think, um, you know, essentially everything has to be fixed. But in, in, my, in my president's defense, I think with me being there, because uh, Frederick became the president, I think, my junior year at Howard. So I had been two years, you know, prior before him, like, it was scamming going on then. Like the, you know, the first president left because of money, because of money laundering and all these other issues and things like that. So it's just like he inherited a lot of the things that are wrong with this university. I was gonna say um, it's, it's pretty hmm. safe to it's pretty safe to assume that this guy wasn't the first one to, to scam yeah, Howard. Exactly. So it's Man, just like definitely. Right. And I mean, and it's gonna it's gonna go on at Howard, it's gonna go on at Harvard, it's gonna go on at Morehouse and all these other, like it's gonna continue to happen. You know, it may not be a million dollars worth. It may be 50000 but, like, people do it. I mean, I'm not saying it's right. I think it's fucked up for a lot of students because, I mean, I'm fortunate all of my best friends that I met in college, we all graduated. You know, we got student loans, but 
we didn't have to go home at any period of time because of financial aid issues, but we all know people who did. And I'm like, that, I mean, it's just, it's fucked up. But at the same time, it was a couple people like flexing, like, oh, I had to leave because of money. No, you flunked out. Like, you Bruh. didn't, you didn't <laughs> get money. Tyrone, call, Tyrone. It, call it what it is. Yeah, like Tyrone didn't fuck up your money. Like, you fucked up your own money. Like, come on. So, I mean, this this past couple of days has been crazy in regards to Howard Twitter, but I just want to say on the behalf of Howard Twitter, like we can take jokes. Like I think I, I think honestly I spent the whole day on Twitter that day and I laughed like constantly. Like the whole day. It was not a moment I wasn't laughing. But I think when people got started to get pissed off, it was just like, we got scam, whatever, laugh it up. This nigga is in the fur, he looked like Pootie Tank, whatever you want to call him. Right? <laughs> 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 but it's like, yo, don't come at don't come at the education. Like, don't don't try to devalue my degree because some nigga in the front office took some money. Like, yeah, like that. I think that's when like the lines got drawn, and then of course the typical PWI HBCU. Like, then it became ridiculous. Yeah, that that's but, when it's like that's when it's like you're taking the fun out of it. Exactly, out of the because joke. literally like, it was a joke. Like, I love. Yeah. I literally laughed at every single thing that I saw. Um, that and then that caused me to lead out with the playlist. Yes, I was just about to get to that. Yes, Miss <laughs> Tribbles put out a fire ass playlist. It is titled HU Financial Aid The Playlist. She said it was expired by the HU Financial Aid and the foolishness they have brought upon our illustrious university. Vibe the pain away. Right. So uh, you you became a bit of a uh, a bit of a Twitter superstar. I had the, the clout popping, you know what I'm saying? All yeah, these retweets, like, people was enjoying the the music. Like, did like did you write, make this playlist right when the thing popped off? Or like, so okay. So here's the funny story. So like this the thing the thing at this moment it, the article just that came out. It's about like an hour after the article was out. Like it's buzzing in Howard Twitter, but it's also like one thirty two in the morning. So like most of my like. Howard connects our sleep because niggas go to work the next morning. And uh, I like something was like, I saw somebody tweet like a song, like it was a random song. Like they just probably sharing their like rap tweets or whatever. And so I was like, Oh shit, it'll be funny. Like I make a playlist, but I literally just like screenshotted five songs in, t- in title. And I just posted it like as a joke, I was never going to make the playlist. And so all of a sudden I just started getting retweets like, okay, oh, you should put this on there. Oh, you should do this. I'm like, wait, niggas really want this? And so I, I took like 10 minutes, which is crazy because I make playlists all day. And some, like I had playlists that took me like weeks to make. I literally made that playlist in like 10 minutes, randomly put it out. And I think that's my most listened to playlist to date. And when you get in the zone, you get in the zone. Hey, they... I got a lot of a lot of feedback and a lot of people and I was I was kind of nervous at first putting it out because I didn't want it to seem like I wasn't sympathetic to what happened to those like to the kids like my classmates like my friends like I I feel for them and I was like at the same time like this is a good ass market employee to get my shit popping for my own thing and so I put it out but everybody was really receptive like I didn't really see any like negative, you know, re- like real negative tweets about. I, w- I wouldn't even care if you did anyways. Like Twitter is for the jokes. Like if you're on Twitter getting heated about stuff, you need to not be on Twitter. Like you can't, <laughs> if you can't take it and log off, like you're just cyber bullying yourself at that point. So no, it was really cool. That's, that's pretty cool to see you popping like that. So definitely uh, hopefully we can see more stuff like that from yourself. I know you're trying to do some big things. So y'all, if y'all see her playlist, you see her tweeting out stuff, you know, support her, hit a retweet, listen to it, give her some feedback and uh, yeah. let's, let's keep it moving. So I feel, I feel like Mr. Hankerson, he set back Tyrone's like 20 years. 
Let's think about the Tyrones that we know. We know the Tyrone that Erica Badu told, yep. told us to call, right? That nigga ain't yep. shit. Tyrone <laughs> Biggums from the Chappelle show. How many t- how, and now this guy, how many Tyrones do you know that are doing something positive with their life? You don't know any. They're Look, all-, all I know is whenever I have my son, his name is not going to be Tyrone. Put it that way. Yeah, Tyrone. Like, I mean, do we have a Tyrone we, he can trust? And it was funny because somebody put like a tweet out that like his dad is a teacher, and God. it was like it was like some like <laughs> cheating scandal or something. Like, I don't know if it's true, but I just saw the tweet and I was like, yo, if this shit is real, like that's crazy as fuck. Like he, it's in his blood. Like Tyrone's just saying shit. Tyrone's just saying shit. Like if my kids was like, hey, I'm going up the street to hang with my friend what what friend oh tyrone <laughs> nah dude, you can't hang out with tyrone listen tyrone could- <laughs> that's the name of the podcast tyrone ain't shit <laughs> dude, oh, my, noted. my god but i mean he out there doing photo shoots this man got here he out there with no socks on i'm like bro, what are you doing? no socks no socks. No <laughs> socks. On, he got on a Roland Martin interview and Roland was like, was that your Range Rover? He was like, it was homecoming. And nah, we just saw the car. Roland was like, well, what, like, do you have a car? He was like, yeah. He was like, well, what kind of car do you have? He was like, an Affinity. I'm like, nigga, that's not a cheap nigga car either. Damn, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? You heard, you heard his, uh, oh, you, you heard his SoundCloud page? Yeah, before he took, like, literally Tyrone took took everything down. Like, they even said Tyrone took his LinkedIn down. And I said, well, damn, are you guys hammering his LinkedIn? Wow. It took that down, too? Listen, Tyrone took every damn thing down. But I tell you you what, his raps was kind of hard, though, from what I heard. They weren't bad. Listen, they're they're looking at the, they're not liking, but they look in the Instagram line. Definitely going to be a caption in a few weeks. (laughs) They they ain't liking, but they look. And I was like, yo, that's just kind of hard, man. Listen, that one. listen, but it was fucked up because he was like, he, you know, he literally name dropping designers. I'm like, nigga, you taking this money? Ain't you telling us where hey, you spending man. it? His name's Tyrone. What you want him to do? He he ain't have a chance. Tyrone have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> that man was born behind the eight ball with that name, bro. They set him up for failure. And they say from he they say mm. he well he's from Atlanta so you know shout out yeah, to the A. Tyrone for the culture. Yeah, uh, actually, on the bluff. Oh wow, I I started watching that shit. That shit was not good. Like that shit was not good. I'm not gonna lie. It's sad. It's like actually a drama. <laughs> you know what? Now that I know that, I'm gonna have to rewatch. No, you have to, because something happened to his baby mama, so it didn't just turn into like a drama. Like I teared up a little bit watching oh, Snow okay. the Bluff. I'm about to rewatch that, but. Let's wrap this up with his with the statement that he released through his uh, attorney James L. Walker. You took about the one he let off with a lie. Ooh. First Damn. Of, so let's, let's start this off. Bang bang. Okay. Tyrone Hagerson Jr. says, first I want to thank the thousands of people nationwide who have texted, called, and messaged me in the midst of this unfortunate situation. Pause. With can prayers. We, wait, wait, can we pause here? Wait, 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 wait. So See. here, this is this is a lie. If Tyrone has delete, deleted every item off of this, like every social media site, even his LinkedIn. Who in the fuck reached out to this nigga and said we we feel for you or whatever the, the, the case may be? Like, yeah, who how, has thousands of contacts in their phone? Uh, that's what exactly. I was gonna say. That thousands so, of people texting you. You know that many people. They're probably people who are like, "Where the fuck is my money?" 
But mind you, this nigga, they said this nigga went to class because he's still like he's gonna graduate. Well Yeah, next month. He's gonna graduate May from the law school. And they and like as the like scandal is like unfolding on the timeline, niggas is like, oh yeah, he in class, calm as hell. I'm like, he went to class. Oh. <laughs> Hold up, he's in he's in law school? Yeah, he's in You're law right. school. He's oh, third, wow. He's a third year of law school. Wow, yeah, this is, he might get off, man. Tyrone yeah. might get through this. <laughs> I've seen a lot of episodes of scandal. He might be able to finesse his way through this one. <laughs> How to get away with murder. Yeah, all yeah, that, exactly. How to, how to get away with scams. How to get <laughs> away right. with scams. So, so moving on, please know that I have done nothing illegal or wrong. When the truth comes out, it'll be confirmed that I followed all the rules and protocol with the approval of then financial aid officers, any grant, scholarships, or awards given to me as a student who attended class all year round and traveled abroad. Please also know I would never do anything to hurt institution I love so much are thousands of students who are part of the Howard University family that I've had the privilege to serve is very sad in an attempt to attack the current leadership of the school. A portion of my financial profile was illegally shared with media outlets without any conversation or approval from me or my legal team. He has a legal That's the team. law student in him. That's <laughs> exactly. It. That's hey, it. I mean, y'all messing with my privacy. He's about, he about to get, he's about to, he's about to counter sue these people. He's about to flip this shit, yeah. yeah. That's why he's in class so calm. That's so well, his well, you know, fun fact. I think his his attorney is like a family friend, but the attorney yeah. was um he's an entertainment law. He's an entertainment lawyer. So first off, I really need his information, you know, to get the plug. You know, it's the end goal of my life. Eventually, I'll be that. But um, he's defended. I think Marcus Sniffles' favorite, Mr. Michael Jackson, Whitney <laughs> Houston was the name I saw, and name also name um. Yolanda Adams. So he's in good company, I guess, and mm. as far as you know, lawyer like having a lawyer or whatever. So he must have a drug problem somewhere buried in here. Specifically, the story yeah. that was posted this morning fails to explain the full scope of my seven-year experience at Howard University and is most misleading if taken out of context. I graduated from Howard at the top of my undergraduate class and will still include my graduate studies at Howard, also amongst the top of my class without a blemish on my record. In all my years at Howard University, I have served this university and my student body in the most professional, ethical, caring manner. When all is fully disclosed, the truth will prevail and I will be vindicated. I only ask those commenting and posting hurtful things to me and my family, underlined, please reserve judgment. Mm. This dude is definitely guilty. Also, and more important <laughs> to me, this is false and misleading story. It's a critical violation of my rights by someone associated with my beloved university. Someone has broken into my school files and shared my files, which taken out of financial context portrayed a very misleading situation. I pray that the university will investigate how a student's files and financial aid information be shared and disclosed illegally without approval and a clear violation of the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act, FERPA. My attorney has reached out to the university in hopes of rectifying this matter. In the interim, I will unfortunately remain silent and allow the process to play out under the advice of my counsel, James L. Walker Jr. in the effort to protect me from future misleading stories. Please respect my privacy and continue to pray for our university and its leadership. <sighs> Man. So he's guilty and yeah, he's, yeah. Just <laughs> he's just trying to find loopholes to bring it back out of school. There was like low-key under, underlining statements in there where basically he's like, it's not just me, I'm doing what I was told. In other words, like, like this has happened before me and this is what I was showed. Well, he's he's really leaning on the the fact that his information was leaked, which is That's a foul. True. So he's definitely trying to set up some sort of countersuit. 
Shit, if he gets off on this, he might be a pretty damn good lawyer because he said he stopped his class. Like this is well, kind of what did, he did speak at uh, the school of communications graduation the year that he graduated. So I think he actually has a case though, as far as his information being leaked. Yeah, oh yeah, they, they pulled the uh, article off a of medium, so you can't find that. But I mean, you know, Twitter has everything, so screenshots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Word. So oh, I mean, Tyrone. It'll it'll unfold in the in the following weeks, so I, we'll definitely keep up on that. Yeah, so, so I know. Uh, just pray, look, pray for my university, but don't you know? Don't hit us up asking for room and board during homecoming season. Keep the energy with the jokes in October. Like that's what we want to see. Keep so. the same energy. So yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, again, my favorite uh, rapper recently. We're gonna transition. Uh, Dropped a new single. Uh, Your favorite. The, the, the goat. The goat. Cardi yeah. B. She dropped a yeah. new single called yeah. "Be Careful." Yeah. Now I didn't hear it earlier. I know uh, El Chapa hit the group chat asking about talking about it, and my response immediately was that somebody said it sounded like some Mario Brothers <laughs> beat or damn. some shit, which it kind of does. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> now that you said it, like damn. Yeah, I was like, they got a really fucking. I'm look up. I'm look up the sample. I, I think it actually is, but yeah, he said. Uh, what do you say? He said the Cardi B "Be Careful" track sounds like the water stage in Super Mario Brothers when a giant fish jumps out the water to eat you. So that's at at Beatle ten fourteen. So what what are y'all's thoughts on the track? Because I'm gonna go last, but I want to hear the rest of y'all's uh, observations about this fire single from Cardi B. Anybody? Somebody? Okay, well, I'll go first. There's nobody. Clearly, <laughs> clearly nobody's prepared. <laughs> I, got distracted. Uh, I, got distracted. I was like, I felt After like I talked the, the whole time. Like, so no, I didn't want to leave. Well, here, I'll say, I'll say this as it's it's very surprising. I have not heard the song yet. I, I was, still can't believe how have you not you heard it. You said that like an hour ago. Yeah, an hour ago. I know. The it, song is not an hour fucking long. You I, let me find. I know. It's a, it's a. It's, I mean, it's it's a short song. But I was. I remember. I heard. I, I saw her announce that she was dropping the song at midnight. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna wake up in the morning. I'm gonna check it out. So I woke up. I checked uh, Twitter, and I saw it was it was still trending. I was like, all right, Cardi B's trending. The name of the song still trending. That's that's a good sign. So I was like, all right, let me just. Let me just wait a little bit. And I went to work. I was at work all day. I couldn't really, you know, get away to, to get on my, my headphones or whatever. I, I got on. I took a lunch break. I saw she was still trending. She was like top four, like Cardi B, be careful. I'm like, all right, that's still a good sign. People are still talking about it. You know, I got off work. I got home. We got in the group Excuses. chat. Excuses. Yeah. It's, but the thing is, is I, whether the song is good or not, I feel it's like. still trending. I feel like it's a good thing in this day and age when it comes to social media and streaming. That her first single from her, well, I don't even, is this her first single? Cause he, cause does Bodak Yellow not count? No, Bodak Yellow is going to count because she started on yeah. yeah, so it. Yeah. It's going to be eligible for gold or something. Yeah. So this, mm-hmm. is, her, this is her second single. Apparently it's Third. something from her album, for her, from her own album. No, no, no. Yeah. 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 Uh, Marty, Marty Cardi was yeah. The song cool. with 21 Savage. So this is her third song. And apparently this is something totally different. She went in a different direction. Apparently there's some singing on there. She and, did. Yeah, so that the fact that she was able to do something different and people are still talking about it, it's number one in like iTunes downloads, whatever like that. So I I mean that's a win. Like I'm I'm rooting for Cardi B. I'm gonna listen to the song. I just didn't wanna get into mm. it while everybody was all, you know, getting I thought I could rely on you. 
I thought it could be Lion Year. I didn't, even know, I didn't know it came out till El Chopper sent something about it. Oh, dang. Um, I think for me, like, I like the song. I think, like, like lyric, I think it's a, it's not a song lyrically I haven't liked from Cardi B. Um, now, hook-wise, I mean, excuse me, verses. Verses-wise, hook-wise, like, I'm not a fan of the body air, Cardi, hook, or none of that. But I think this song in particular, it just was poorly placed. Like, this, to me, is not a single song. This is not the, the single I drop when my album comes out next week. I think had she swapped the releases, so maybe put Be Careful out when she dropped Body or Cardi and then dropped Body or Cardi, like, I feel like she should have dropped something that's going to be played in the club this weekend, that's going to be constantly rotating on the actual radio, and niggas is going to be like, all right, April 6th, I got to go listen to this Cardi album because it's about to be flames, but I don't think this wasn't it. Like, this is, the song is good. I think it, I think if I heard this song on the album and I just press play and it comes on, like I would hype it up even more, but I'm like, this is not, this is not going to gain any new Cardi fans. Like if you don't want Cardi to win this, this track didn't make you think you wanted her to win now. Like, this, I don't, I, I think it was poor reputation from Atlantic's part to even make this be a single. It sounds like this was a song that you would release after the album's after the album comes out. Right. No, no, this is a song the entire you, project. This is a song you put on the album and you see if the fans are attracting themselves to it. Because mm-hmm. also, and, you know, and at the same time, and, and this is why I say it was poorly placed, because the song is about, hey, I want this kind of love, like, you know, be careful, don't lose your wife, like some type of lemonade type mm-hmm. of like, you know. And you're clearly pregnant with this dude's baby. Right, so I'm like, yo, this is, <laughs> this is a Barty year, like, it's, like I said, has she released it then? like flawless rollout. But I'm like, now we all see the tabloids. We see what's going on. Like, we don't believe this. We don't. <laughs> well, you know what? And that's funny you say that, because I mentioned that a couple of podcasts ago, talking about, uh, what song is she talking about? Marcus, remember when I, we were talking about this in the podcast, talking about, oh, she's rapping this, but then her real life X, Y, and Z is happening? Oh, the, um, the G-Eazy song? Mm-hmm. Are you talking yeah. about that song? I think so. Whatever. So whatever the song was, I was talking about, oh, she's rapping this, but like her real life is not reflecting it. You were saying that I was holding her to a higher standard. I was kind of joking. But then like when, again, you put out a song like this and you're clearly pregnant with this child and there's another woman that's about to have another one of his child simultaneously, you're going to be the fifth baby mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, think they ref- uh, I, I think they refuted that report, though. They, they yeah. found an article that said that that wasn't true. Well, yeah. for the sake of the podcast, it is true. So you're going to be, fifth, <laughs> you're gonna be, the, you're gonna be the fifth baby mama to the guy. Blame Tyrone. Blame Tyrone. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, yeah. But I, she also came out and she was um in the comment section on the Shade Room and such. And she was defending herself. She was basically just saying music is art and so on and so forth. And in other words, that this wasn't necessarily about him. This is just about relationships and gender. I mean, so it doesn't that's necessarily. His, that's as big I mean, as the lie as Tyrone not stealing that money. That's the same thing. <laughs> the thing is, is we don't that know when. Suspect, we don't. Boy. We don't. We don't know when the song was recorded, though. This song could have been recorded. But last that's why year. I'm saying it just was a. That's it's yeah, poorly to that. put, to make this be like, hey, everybody look at Cardi, and now Cardi puts this song out. It's like, nigga, this could have been about it. the guy in jail that she was dating. Remember yeah, when she was right. loving hip hop? She was dating the guy in jail. This could very well be about him because she was giving him his her all. Even though his ass is a fucking jail fuck. I, I don't know. I, I mean, if you listen to the first verse, I want to get married like the Curry, Steph, and Aisha, but we more like Tommy and Keisha gave you TLC, you want to creep and shit. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, yeah, like poured out my heart to a piece of shit, man. Oh, well, no. Oh. Well, quick, she's not so going to admit that that's about him. Some of the shit, shit is about Offset, and this is why I said she's not going to gain any new fans from this single, but, I mean, it's cool if you already wanted her to win. So she's still trending on Twitter. So I'm going to read some of the tweets. Uh, let's see. I'm going to be... Let's see. Somebody has a be careful Cardi B with hard eyes. Somebody else says, who's Cardi B? <laughs> um, listening to Cardi B's new song. Act like shit, knowing damn well he ain't shit. So a lot of women can apparently relate to this song. Can relate. That was going to be All right, let me finish. Uh, very well. Cardi B is trash. Um, let's see. You People are already using it for IG captains. Fan base on the Twitter right now. Like, Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of... It's kind of it's kind of even like a lot of people like it, but there's a lot of people that's saying it's trash. So I mean, it's easy. It's said, easy to do that though, especially oh, on Twitter. Yeah. Hey, can I can I have a, a brief moment to myself since I've been kind of all chill mode? So look, I'm reading from uh, I ate and Fishburn. So it's Cardi B dropped a single about her relationship called "Be Careful." First of all, be careful of what you have his baby in your gut. You accepted a ring 24 hours after he cheated. You sleeping in his bed after he cheated three times publicly mm. and recorded himself, you silly goofball. And she had them yeeks too, boy. Oh my goodness. Wow, Tyrone shit for that. Yeah, Tyrone. Tyrone <laughs> no. I thought Tyrone diluted, deleted his social media. He's out here still tweeting from burner accounts. Damn it, Tyrone. Damn, Tyrone. Damn, Damn it. Tyrone. Oh, I'm going to see Erica Badu in July at Essence Festival. I can't Nobody. wait. I have to throw that out there. Yeah, no, oh, I'm supposed to be going there too, possibly. But yeah. Ooh, it's I got see. a hot back page date out in uh, Louisiana. First of all, I do that stuff. Shout out to back page. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Not on your face. Thank you. Okay. Nobody can see us, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. You're trash. We'll Anywho, so when I listen to it, I listen to it about like five or six times. So it was produced by Boy Wonder, if you don't know who he is. Uh, Boy Wonder Vinyls and, uh, sorry for the last guy, I have terrible handwriting, some other guy named Frank. Uh, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with Boy Wonder's work, he's actually an excellent producer. Uh, he produced uh, songs like Drake's Best I Ever Had, Forever, mm-hmm. uh, Not Afraid, Miss Me. Uh, let's see. And Headlines. I got a Drake vibe. This makes so much sense. Zero to 100, Black of the Berry. So he's an, he's an excellent producer. Very, very great producer. That's, uh, to, that's, that's a good look that she's getting major producers like that, though. I mean, I think I kind of think she has to with the uh, expectations that people are going to have for this album from her single, her her buzz and popularity. So when I heard the track initially, I, and again, I'm not the biggest Cardi B fan to be honest, but I thought the track was nice. Like it was, it was, it was a different energy she brought from Bodak Yellow and Cardi A Cardi, where this is more of a her kind of telling a story, being actual an actual lyricist or MC. I don't know if she wrote this or not, but you know, she's dealing with people that work with Drake, so eh, she might not wrote it. Quentin might be in the background putting it. Oh in my work. gosh. But uh to me, one of the things I didn't care for is that the flow on the hook didn't sound natural. Now I saw that somebody on Twitter said, I think it was a Charlemagne the guy said that kind of the same thing that he wished that she'd have got like scissor or somebody do the hook. It, it just didn't sound natural to me. Like that definitely sounded like somebody wrote that. And maybe try to interpret interpret that for her to put on her hook. I didn't really care for that. Cardi was trying yeah. to show y'all that she can go platinum with no features. That was her J. Cole for. Uh, mm, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so also uh. just listen we'll to the lyrical, with that. We'll, we'll listen to the lyrical that. content. The, the same thing you were saying, like who is she talking about? Obviously, it's, this is an older track. Um, maybe it's about off, offset a little bit. 
I honestly don't think it'll pop like Bodak Yellow or Barty Akari just because of the energy, but it might be it might because a lot of people, a lot of women can relate to this. And I definitely don't think this will, like you said, pop on the radio, especially with this close to being the album coming out. It was kind of like you said, like Tribble said, a kind of a bad move with this song. But overall, it's not bad. She's still I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say now that there's not going to be a song on her album that pops like Bodak Yellow did. There's no understand. way that she has. I, I, I mean, Bodak Yellow had social media influence behind it. was a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. behind it. No, I don't think any Cardi song ever she releases. Nah, not, probably not for the rest of her career unless she yeah. gets a song. Unless unless she gets like a song with a big feature, like no. a Beyonce feature. No, or like that a, Beyonce feature is true and we hear that shit on April 6th, it changes the game. That, that will change things. If, if there's like a Nicki Minaj feature or something like that, then that'll be big. But I'm saying... Nikki apparently, I think did Nikki release her song last night too? Somebody was tweeting that Nikki had stated that she was going to release a song to last night. No, she had a Mercedes. I didn't. She hear. debuted the Mercedes Benz commercial. Oh, I knew yeah. Nikki was doing something, and I was just mm. like, at this point, this is annoying. Like, no, did you also peep though for the cover art for her uh, song? Be careful, she's wearing all pink, a la Nicki Minaj. So I found that kind of interesting as well. I don't know if that's like a sub or maybe she I, likes pink. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't I it's, wouldn't think too much into it. A lot of people start thinking too much into it. If you, that's if not you, even there. If you think too much into it, you can definitely try to yeah. make some beef out of it. Look, you're not gonna you're not gonna debunk my Cardi B Nicki Minaj thing. <laughs> I think outfit beef off the rip. I know if this happened. I'm think piecing. I'm about to get on the Twitter and type furiously on my keyboard to start this beat. Listen, you gonna make that rant, I promise you, you'll get at least 100 new followers tonight. The barbs, oh, wow. the barbs will come. And they will come. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I, I did that shit last night. I was like, I, I saw the, uh, I saw Nicki Minaj. I was like, yo, she posted something on Instagram? What's going on? And I went, I went like, you know, three posts earlier. She hadn't posted nothing since December no, last remember? year. Everybody was like, where's Nicki Minaj? Let That's what I said. Her. Yeah, I was like, okay, so Nicki's not doing nothing until she drops some music. So, you know, the other day, Cardi's like, hey, I'm dropping, you know, a single tonight. Two posts later, Nicki Minaj, Mercedes-Benz commercial. I'm like, hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's hmm. pain. It's, it's like, first off, y'all on the same label. My nigga, like... So I mean, maybe that has something to do with that. I personally maybe. don't think that. I, I personally don't think they got beef. But if you want them to have beef, you can use that as an example. Yeah. Like, well, you can use this as a tactic. It's a good marketing use, tactic. No, you can use the lyrics from uh, Motorsport. Like those were clearly shots at Cardi B. Like, exactly. They were, and like, mind you, they were well delivered shots. I actually like that verse from Nicki. Well, yeah. If you if you're gonna go for like marketing genius if i would and they're, you said they're both under atlantic mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying i would i would make them both release their album on the same day well fuck do, no 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 no, no, see, you, no, you, no you do the kanye 50 cent thing the thing with kanye the, mm-hmm. the thing that the thing that people don't re- that that people forget about the kanye 50 cent you know joint album release date is that that boosted both of their sales like kanye west almost sold a million copies in one week and he wasn't doing that previously so you put you put those two out on the forefront. You're almost like forcing people to like, hey, let's try to boost one or the other. And one of them is going to get a bigger boost that they would have never got without that competitor. Like, I got to build that up. Like, hey, we're going to drop both of these albums. I don't know. Personally, day. I think if they if they were to do that, that would kill Nicki Minaj as, a, pers- as no. a person. So, I mean, her stands, yeah, yeah, yeah. her stands are going to stay there. But I mean, you look at it like most of the people that were Nicki Minaj fans grew up and then Nikki didn't grow with her music. Nikki didn't give any like dynamic changes in her music. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I don't I don't know about that. My 
My thing is, is that she has a pretty big fan base, and her fan base is not going to let her lose. No, that's I, but no, she will lose because you got so many people against. It's like you got some people that want Cardi to win, and then you got people that just genuinely do not like Nicki Minaj from things that they've done to their face. And vice versa. You know, what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, well, I, 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 what, what, I like a hater of Cardi B. What, what, like, what is it that you genuinely do not like? Well, also Cardi B has what? the under, underdog. Cardi B's the underdog, also. Like Nicki Minaj yeah. is a bigger star. She's going like if they put them both out in the same week, Nicki Minaj will probably sell close to a million off the jump in the first week, this just is- based just based on her fan base. And then Cardi B, I don't know what she's projected to do that first week, but whatever she is projected, people are going to be like, "Hey, I'm rooting for Cardi. She's the people's champ. She's she's new here. She's the underdog. Let's try to get her." to sell more than Nicki Minaj. So she's going to get a boost also. Now, now I understand what you're saying about it would kill Nicki, like, personally. Like, I personally don't think that she could handle someone, like, taking her spotlight like that. But if I'm Atlantic and I want to get the most money from these artists in that first week, I would drop their albums on the same day. That's I think, what I would do. They probably thought about that, and then Cardi dumbass got pregnant, so now they kind of rush her out first, you know, and then when she's giving birth for those two, three months before she yeah. hops back onto it with, with Bruno, we'll probably hear a Nicki release date. So they'll get their time to shine and, you know, power to female rap. I, I would not be surprised if we get something from Nicki Minaj on uh, It's coming. Like she's it's gonna, brewing. She's either going to put an Instagram post or drop a sync, something. Something that's coming on the 6th from Nicki, guaranteed. It's got, it's got to. Or the Barbs are going to put out, you know, another video of Offset cheating or Cardi. <laughs> Cardi. <laughs> something, Cardi's not going to have her Something day. messy. Something messy they're going to throw out. I mean, if it's like the last one, no comment. Lord forgive me, but uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Regardless, Cardi released a great single. I, I personally, I like it. I think it's definitely relatable. She used Lauren Hill's X Factor. She sampled off of that, which is one of my favorite songs in the whole wide world. Um, did it do it justice? I don't think you could ever beat Lauren Hill in reality. Um, nonetheless, the song I think was dope. I agree with the hook, not necessarily sounding. As authentic. It, probably having a scissor or somebody else singing it would have been nice, but it is what it is. And I got that Drake vibe completely from Joe. Once I started to hear her singing, and then it was kind of like the rawness of the song, I said, okay, I get, I'm get, i getting a Drake vibe. So hearing the producer that she worked with also worked with Drake makes perfect sense to me. Um, I think she's going to do well. I think it's going to show flexibility in the album that's going to come out in the six. And I think that's really what she wanted to show more than anything. We know she could drop hot singles. She already did that time and again. And I think she just wanted to show a different side of her music as far as what to expect when she drops. Because everybody's like, what, what can we expect? What can we expect? And I think she wanted to show the versatility and say, look, I can switch it up. I can do this. Look. I think that was the whole point of dropping that single. Do I think it was as smart? I kind of agree with Shibbles with that. I think that she would have switched up the flow as far as when to release which songs. It would have made a little bit more sense. But going back to the whole versatility, I think that's what they wanted to show more than anything. Well, we will see. So actually, let's do some uh, let's do some album prediction numbers. Uh, hmm. How do you think the album will go? Gold, platinum, or multiple times platinum? Well, she's, she's already week? going. Gold. She's already going gold just because Bodak Yellow's on the album. So they've already said when the album releases, she's gold. Yeah. 
that's how that works. Well, see, new new media. I mean, new music. Like mm-hmm. straight, straight reason. That's the reason why you have a song like like when Drake did Views and he put Hotline Bling on there. Hotline Bling had been out for a long time, but the streams counted to Views and Views is platinum in a week because of the streams he got from that song. So a lot of artists are taking songs that they may put out as just singles, like just to stay relevant. And then if it makes that traction and it gets that traction, they'll throw it on an album to help with album sales and accolades. Okay, well then we should go with first week numbers. You think it's gonna be uh, in the five digits, six digits, or high six digits? Um, in the first mm-hmm. week? Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. T- I guess what's what, Cardi, what's what's good. What's the good number for Cardi? Cardi, this is Cardi, may, album. Cardi may. I feel like Cardi may push like a hundred fifty thousand first week with like twenty five to thirty thousand being like physical sales, like people actually going to purchase the CD. Um, buying them off iTunes. Yeah, or buying it off iTunes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think as far as streaming, I think she'll get anywhere between like. A hundred to maybe like one seventy five. I'll, I'll give it a, a hundred thousand. I think I think Cardi B is a polarizing artist. I think whenever she drops any kind of music, people that don't like her listen to it, and people that like her listen to it, and it's something to talk about. And I feel like whatever whatever money Atlantic has invested in her, I feel like she made that back with you know Bodak Yellow and the Bruno Mars feature. And I feel like this album will probably do a hundred thousand a week. Yeah, what do you think? I agree. I think she'll probably do a little bit more than hundred thousand a week. I at least give her hundred and fifty. Does anybody remember what what did Jay Z do his first week? Does anybody anybody know? Oh, I wasn't checking. Or, or any, any like? Oh any wait, triples. I'm here. Hold up. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. She's like president of the fan club. I'm vice president. Vice president. Excuse me. <laughs> president is uh, eight no jigger on Twitter. That is that's my favorite. <laughs> Well, um, I know. I, know I just don't. I don't want to say a number though. Yeah, yeah. But he had some other like side deal. Yeah, or something he, 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 he finessed the system. No, he didn't finesse the system on this album. That was the last one. Or even like uh, no, four forty four. Yeah, he did. With what? What did he do? I, I can look it up. But he had like a million like immediately. Bro, what? What is all that noise? Y'all slap boxing or? <laughs> no, that was. I thought I had No, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking look it up, but he he did something where he was immediately sold a million albums. I forgot what it was. What it, okay, oh, that, what was it, that was Magna Carta with the Samsung deal. I did no, I he, he is no, right. 444 I, I, did something. I, I do remember hearing something about 444, but there was some kind of deal with with a I can't remember it now either, but I do uh-huh. remember something with 444. But but say someone like uh, Kendrick, like because Kendrick didn't have a a big single before before Dan came out, so like what did he do his first week? There's a hundred thousand. Um, okay, wait. Jay Z did two sixty two the first week, a hundred and seventy four mm. being in pure sales. Yeah, I just saw that too. That's high. Two sixty two. Hard to compare because she's a new artist. Yeah, we have to, to kind of tape our expectations because Bodak Yellow's been out a long time. And that's why I was saying like a hundred. Like I, I said a hundred thousand, not to lowball Cardi, but if you look at like people like Rich the Kid, um. The XXX do like all the artists that are like Twitter viral, buzzy, like their fans are not necessarily going to buy the albums. Like they, they're counting on the streams, and certain songs will stream higher than others. But a hundred thousand isn't that's is that lowballing her? No, as a, as a debut artist, 
No, that seems I mean, like a lot. It seems low, but it's, I mean, it's, I don't think it's established artists that do 75 or 50. So I think if she can get out and do a, 125, I'll probably be good for her. 125 seems like a lot for I, I'm album. setting high expectations. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to say for, I'm going to say 125. Yeah, it's going to be, I don't, I don't foresee her getting over you know, into that 200 ballpark. But I, I think, nah. if, I think if we see like anything, a hundred thousand and over, that's a great sign. Now, for now this is my thing. And this is what I hate that happens to artists. If Bodak yellow released in February, she easily approached 300,000 easily. Well, no, she's going to like, she's already go. She's already got that 500,000. I'm, I'm talking about first week, like for the album, but since it's been so long, I hate when artists do that. Like you're, you're that lead single has been out for so long. Bartier Cardi has been out for so long. And now we're finally getting your album with this final song that has come out that even though it's a good song, it's just not hot to me. Like it's, it's just a good track. It's a solid track. I, I don't know. I think, I think she's going to get my money. Yeah. I'm going to actually I buy, support I'm gonna buy That's just album. because you're a woman and a feminist. That's why she's getting the money. Well, Listen. and the music. And so the wow. fuck what? Wow. And wow. so the fuck what? How does that? How does that Venn diagram cross? No, no, let's go ahead. We would. We just would. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Don't wanna hear. Let's wind it out. Go ahead. If she's getting your money because she's a woman, not because of the talent, because of a woman. I like her music. Who are you to tell me if I like her music or not? You don't like her music. You like her because she's a Spanish descent woman. Let's bind that out. What the fuck is your point? What's your Cállate point? Cállate la boca. Cállate tú. I don't know any other Spanish words, but I'm taking it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you miss me, friend. It's okay. Right. I miss you too. Uh, all right. That that went left really quick. So, we haven't you know, gotten there in a minute. <laughs> yes. Uh, so hopefully uh, she's successful, you know. She's getting her money. I don't ever wish nobody not to get paid because one day I want to get paid. So uh, shout out to Cardi B. So staying on music real quick, uh, there mm. were some out of control mm. things going on with uh, everybody's uh, favorite misspelled rapper's name, Fabulous. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. Yeah. So I guess El Chop is going to talk on this and Tribbles will probably talk this a little bit. Let them chop it up about this. It's more... They probably right. have more negative feelings, so go, go ahead. Knock it out. Oh, fabulous. Let me just tell you something. Fabulous, this story just completely breaks my heart. I thought he was one of the good ones. You know, just from loving hip-hop, when he made those little brief appearances, just growing up, I grew up on Fabulous. I've been spelling Fabulous wrong my whole life behind him, being a fan. And to hear that he's out here beating his wife to the point where he knocks out her fucking teeth, disheartening and completely completely wrong there's no other way to put it so this past week was it wednesday or thursday police were called out to their home in edgewater new jersey uh emily b actually went ahead and called the cops behind an altercation that she had with him now he did not remain in jail because he was in and out basically because he's fucking rich right got lawyers involved and everything else but more importantly he turned himself in so to all of you guys <clears throat> south breeze who thought, oh, allegedly, allegedly. Wait a second. Don't allegedly, do that. Don't allegedly. Do that. 
That's true. That's true. That's, that's messy. I'm just clarifying. He turned himself into the authority, so you know that's no bullshit there. He actually fucking did it. Now, what kills me most about... Yeah, stay silent. There's nothing else he can say. It's okay. You didn't know, and then I told you. Uh, but what kills me most is when he goes to Instagram. Excuse me. And he goes and he puts this fucking post talking about 2018 not being a good year or however it was he worded it. First of all, why are you going to Instagram for that? Second of all, you did this shit to yourself. You did this shit to your wife, the mother of your two children, two and ten. And they're supposed to look up to you. Like, you have sons. Like, you have kids that are supposed to look up to you. Were they in the house? Were they not? We don't know the answers. But the point of the matter is, he beat Emily B to the point where she, she lost her fucking teeth. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. I mean, he, maybe they, he just wanted her to have a matching tooth like him. Like, Well... <laughs> I hate you so much. Batman oh got some veneers finally. After he did. So Thank you. He got his teeth fixed, so now you know. Now he has to pay and for And he's Dominican too. Fuck. Yeah, like Fuck. let me like John David Jackson, aka Fabulous. Or, Call him by government name. I I love like, me. Like I love like I love Fabulous. So to wake up and to see this like mm -hmm. headline was just like damn. Like another one. Like I, now I can't another say, one. Like another one. <laughs> you know, another, another one. one. No Khaled. Like I can't even like openly be like, yo, go listen to that new fab. The woman beat it. Like you already know you that's about to it. Get, like that's it. Now I'm like going through my fucking and, playlist, like gotta remove fabulous. Gotta remove and, it. and I think what made it hurt the most is that like because I love Fab so much and I you know, I'm like I'm young, I know we could never be together, but a a, a bitch can dream. <laughs> so I used to just like right? I used to just like just throw like random comments about how much I hated Emily B during love and hip hop episodes because she was with Fab and like now I feel bad i'm like damn she couldn't leave he was knocking her ass he was she couldn't leave he was like i turn her on her ass every goddamn night and here i am adding on. i'm adding on by her because i love him like crazy now to stay on that part we're gonna talk with the uh, i think uh pratt on twitter about this and i think we talked about this last week with, hey, with the regard dm's open uh with regards <laughs> to uh artists and the things that they do not be able to separate them from your music. So are you really seriously going to delete all the, the fabulous music off your phone? Or are you just saying that? I oh. cannot listen to fabulous right now. Right I now listen. or ever. No, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to delete the music. And here's why. Like, I skip it. I, I mean, like right now it's very sense. Like I'm not about to go put on my best of fab playlist. Never. Not, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> but like, I can't say six months, a year, six years down the line. And I hear make me better. I'm not going to vibe to the cool sounds of Neo and fab. Like I can't say that, but like, it's just right now it's a tough time. Like, like I will say though, it's, it's, it's easy for me, but like, I literally haven't listened to R Kelly in like weeks. I mean, not weeks, but like months. Like yeah. I, will, I haven't even, and I made like slow playlists. Like, uh, like I don't even look at R. Kelly's catalog at this point, like because I'm so disgusted. So I mean, hopefully my disgust doesn't really take away. Because like I said, I'm a big Fab fan, so I hope my disgust right now doesn't take me like fully away, like I am with R. Kelly. But like, if it happens, like he deserved it. He fucking did it. Like, not me. Yeah, and what's crazy is like his music. He sings. He raps to the women. You know what I mean? Like he exactly. comes out with like love songs and things. So that makes it that just draws us in. And so that's why I say, Oh, I thought he was one of the good guys. I really thought he was one of the obviously we know he was cheating on her left and right, it was all over social media and such. But to see that he's actually putting hands on her on top of that, 
that's a whole new level of disrespect. It's just flat out disgusting. So for right now, you're getting skipped. I can't it's, listen to you. It's gonna be hard to listen to, to Fabulous and his songs with like Lil Mo and Tamia and all that. It's like, how do you go back and listen to those songs and you're like, damn, Fab, like you ain't really like but that. But that was at it's a different kind of time in his life. We don't know. Maybe, like I said, we don't. I'm assuming this is not the first time he's laid hands on her, but them songs are a long time ago. People do yeah. change. So my thing is like, what I'll say is with anything, not just music, but mu music is the easier one to kind of just detach yourself from because it's mm, attached to you with your phone, like 24 hours a day. But the thing is, if you have that same energy towards like anything else in your house, on your body that you drive, you'd probably be walking around naked and not eating anything because we, we can't act like the hamburger that we ate this week, the animal wasn't like brutally slaughtered or abused or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like and yeah, he sometimes wasn't. Oh, if that's oh. what you want to believe, that's cool. He like, wasn't. There's a lot of there's a lot of messed up people in this world. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not well, I just I, what I, actually would. I, do it, I guess it's a choice that you can make. But yeah, like, people people have the option. Like you don't, yeah. you don't have to feel obligated to listen to Fabulous now. Like, I get like yeah, if Fabulous get on their high horses, like you know, they're still not going to go do X, Y, Z, where the CEO was dumping poison and yeah. uh, toxins through the river that are feeding animals. I just, I just that kind of it is I what feel, it is. I, if you're one of those people who's like like because me, I'm in the I don't listen to R. Kelly. I haven't listened to R. Kelly in like years. But if I see somebody on the timeline, like, jamming out to some R. Kelly, you know, they're talking about making an R. Kelly playlist. They're like, oh, remember 12 play, all this stuff. He's the greatest. I'm not going to go to that person and explain to them. Why start trolling. Not. I'm not, not even that. I'm not going to try to, like, say, hey, you should not listen to R. Kelly. He's a bad dude. And this is why you're a bad person for listening. I'm not going to do that. I made mm -hmm. a personal choice to not listen to R. Kelly. We're fabulous. I wasn't that big of a fabulous fan to begin with, so I mean, wow. whatever. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. No, I'm, Can't I'm not, leave you alone. Yeah, yes, I'm not. I'm saying he has some good songs. I listened to his mixtape with Jada Kiss; it was fine. But I'm not. I'm not going back to fabulous. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Kanye West shot the project, I'm going back to that multiple times. Fabulous. I give it one or two runs, and I'm like, all right, that was cool. I'm good. But he's not. He's not a fave of mine. You know what I'm saying? So, Marcus, here's a question. So, like, if Kanye, like, you know, Lord forbid, it doesn't happen. He just like a video comes out. And he's just like slapped Kim Kardashian across the face. Like, uh, are you are you it, never listening to Kanye? It'll, ever again? it'll it'll be a tough decision for me. But I mean, Kanye West was out here taking pictures with 45, and I still listen to his music. So, I mean, hey. sure do. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You gonna compare taking pictures with 45 to being a woman beater? I'm not. I'm not uh, comparing. I'm, 45 is on some pretty I'm, fucked up. I'm, I'm not okay. I'm okay. not. I'm not comparing. I'm not. I'm not comparing them as far as like the severity of the of the crime and what Kanye West did. I'm just saying that there are certain things that artists do that can cross the line for a particular fan. For me, Kanye True. was Kanye was taking that picture, but 45 didn't cross the line for me. It didn't cross the line to where I'm like, all right, I'm not listening to your music. Fabulous beating his wife like that. I'm not sure if it crossed the line yet because Fabulous hasn't dropped anything new yet. You know what I'm saying? Like R. Kelly doing all that stuff with the little girls, that crossed the line for me to the point where I'll just stop. I'm like, I'm done. Chris you know Brown. What? After this Chris, last thing. I, I was about Kelly, to pivot to that, but continue. I yeah, finally, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I, I, I finally, this last thing this week is the final straw. Like I tried to hold on through the Aaliyah thing, through the peeing on people, 
through multiple things, a sex cult. I was like, okay, whatever, they're adults. But now you're training up girls and calling women pets. I was like, you know what? I, I can't fuck with you no more. Like, I don't even feel comfortable listening to his music at all. What Fabulous did, I mean, for you to beat someone until you knock their teeth off, that's disgusting. I mean, out. That's disgusting. I can't, I can't listen to you anymore. Then that's just me. I like if OJ Simpson had a mixtape out, I couldn't listen to your mixtape, OJ. I'm sorry. I mean, we. I, I feel yeah. like we all, have, we all have different lines. Like everybody has a line. Yeah. When when that person crosses your line, then that's all. It, you don't. You you shouldn't have to really explain yourself either. It's like, hey, this is my line. I didn't like it from him. I, I'm out. Yeah, so I know uh, one of y'all mentioned Chris Brown. So there are some photos that came out of him allegedly uh, choking <laughs> a woman. That was uh, yeah. that I was did see it. So they said he was playing around, but he's he, can't, he he can't play like that. Chris Brown can't play like that. I'm sorry. You can't play around like that, man. Like Chris Brown can't be the one. Look, I can, I can understand. Like Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Chris Brown is a perfect example of your talent allowing you to cook out here. Because, like Rihanna is probably one of the most shit. Her her stand fan fandom people, they're top of the line. The the Rihanna Navy is out there. Like she's out here shutting down Snapchat, you know, men, all men lust over her like she's some sort of siren. Yeah, I never I have other thoughts about Rihanna. But I'm gonna keep those to myself. I'm gonna keep those to myself. She's a very beautiful, 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 talented woman. But yeah, but yeah, what he did to her was egregious, but he's still out here cooking. He pretty much took little Dickie's song. Like that's a that's Chris Brown's song. Yeah. Like every time I see somebody tweet, oh, Chris Brown's got this dude fire out. Like, yo, it's a little diggy song. Like, and, but again, he's, he's still been allowed to cook after I, I, the things that he did. And that's that's crazy how that works. He laid like, low for a little bit. Though. Nigga, he still get taking hits, though. Yeah, I mean, you can. Yeah, but he's about to go on a, a multiple city tour that I would have thought about going to if I was. But he, but he had to put out like 150 songs for niggas to be like, oh, maybe you can go on tour now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I still haven't listened to a Me single either. track. Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not a single, Yo. I don't know it. Sorry, Chris. Okay, but here, here, here's Same. the thing that here's the thing that helps Chris Brown be still being able to make music at the rate that he's doing is that Rihanna is the victim is was forgiving of him. Like Rihanna forgave him. They even made a song after that. Yeah, they, they've been cordial. They've been fine. Like if Rihanna was out here saying like, "Yo." Fuck Chris Brown forever. At, at that moment, she could have ended Chris Brown's career. Like she could have ended completely. Him. He almost completely. ended hers at one point when um, it was like right after the, like the thing happened, and she like forgave him. Like they was back dating and shit. Yeah. Like yeah. Was, like everybody was like, wait a minute, do we need to take away these like endorsements? Like bits leave. Yeah. And that's when she really left him. But she had went back. I think people forget that part too. Like yeah, see, Rihanna it, it, went back. If she'd have been, if she'd have been out here just like just you know, just picketing and, and, and speaking out against him specifically. Like, if every time Chris Brown dropped a single, Rihanna was like, do not listen to this song. Do not support this man. Walk well, I don't, think she's, I don't of, think she's the, the height of her power at that point, though. Like, right now, like, okay, she, but she, can, was, she can literally do anything. She wasn't at the height of her power, but she was at the height of celebrity at the very least. Like, Rihanna was a big deal back then before she got with Chris Brown. That like, was right when Umbrella came out. I think that was before. That was before him. Umbrella came. Are you, oh, you're right. It was, it was before. Like, Umbrella, she was already doing, like, Umbrella. Like, she was already, Rihanna was already a pop star 
So she had enough support and backing to be no, able she to was, say. She was, peak, she was kicking in the door a little bit. She went ain't already arrived like when she had got beat up. No, I, of course not. She, she wasn't where she is now, but she was a top act. Like she wasn't, oh, okay. she okay. wasn't at the very top, but she was like, hey, if Rihanna's going to be there, it's a big deal. She wasn't, you know, Tierra Marie or something like that. Shout out to Tierra Marie. Tierra Marie had a bigger career than she did, but you niggas lost on Tierra Marie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so, saying, I, I just think that it helps Chris Brown that Rihanna was forgiving and didn't try to end his career like that. And shout out to Rihanna because Rihanna retweeted the Howard protest, so she know Tyrone and she know Tyrone ain't shit. Fuck Tyrone. Real quick, just just one more of our uh, our legends out here having troubles. And this was actually, it's sad, but it's funny at the same time. So, uh, Yonkers Finest DMX was facing some uh, damn jail time. Oh, no. <laughs> was facing some jail time, doing some tax evasion. Damn, Earl. And there were some releases saying that they were going to attempt to play one of his songs to try to uh, sway the judge's sentencing. Now, I, I saw a video on what Twitter. What song was it? Nah, no, pause. Yeah, this is, this is very important. There's, We all know there's only one song they can play, which is very obvious. But there's a video on Twitter that's hilarious. I might post a link of this guy getting sentencing. And he just started, like, breaking out and singing. Like, he's like... But I'm sorry. Oh yeah. I I <laughs> I like, yeah. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> it, it, it made it worse because like the judge is like, okay, uh, and they're like, going, like <laughs> it was just like nigga, this nigga just gave me the hardest R and B of his life. And the judge was like, okay. Twenty five years when they go. He definitely got Kool Aid on his lips in prison right now. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh shit. So my thing is, it's crazy that there's people in this world who've like. It really makes you think how uh, inclusive hip hop is. That there's people out here that have like never that that aren't aware of DMX or his movie or his music or his movies to the to put that in there. But like, yo, if there's anybody that has any awareness, like this dude could have been a, a younger judge or somebody from like uh, the city or anything like that because like DMX has some wild ass lyrics, like some disgusting, like borderline, he's pretty much like the black Eminem in some of his lyrics. Like some of the shit he says is pretty. He said he had blood on his dick because he cut the corpse. corpse. Ah! Yeah. Come on. And, and on the same album, he'll have like a full length like prayer to the Lord. So you don't really know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He opens and closes the album with prayers. Yeah. So but in the like, middle, in the middle, it's like, all right, we're yeah. we're going off the rails here, bro. Yeah. For some weird That's his defense. Like, for some weird reason, I was like, I hope that the track listing doesn't messed up and they play what these bitches want from us. <laughs> 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 like, you have what job? One job, one job. Damn. So, uh, of course, they played Slippin', which is uh, the only choice, I think, because it kind of, you know, tells how his, his upbringing wasn't the greatest. But, I mean, is that how that works? Can we do that? Like, we just play rap songs? And, I mean, hey. You only got a year. He's DMX. Yeah, well, apparently, a, apparently it worked because he he was facing yeah, yeah. five. If he was facing five and he got a year, so. I mean, but with most, like... Uh, I, he's, I guess technically he's still a celebrity uh, of some grade, but most of those cats don't do hard time anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel that that was, I feel that story was unnecessary. Like, you gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta keep some things to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 
Yeah. 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 Imagine being a rapper and you like been fucked up and you and your lawyer officer, your lawyer, like, yo, you remember that, you remember that album you did in 2001? <laughs> Track number six, we got to play that. Play it. It'll explain. It'll explain your upbringing. Don't feel bad for you. Somebody posted a. A tweet saying I've been through mad, mad different phases. It's got a judge. It's got to give a judge Judy close the wax. It's like you get out of here. You're done. Get the fuck out of here. You're done. Like, no. That's that's out of control. But I found that I find that quite hysterical. But you know, shout out to DMX. Hopefully he gets his life together because he, he that man needs some help though for real though like yeah this man's been in and out of jail for decades man he just can't get it together sometimes man like like I have family members that met DMX he was actually working at a gas station in South Carolina at one point so. what the fuck <laughs> what? I was sure what how you put out two no I, no, I'm like, in I, a year listen and then I'm you gonna work it in a gas station I'm gonna I'm gonna really like reach out to my Facebook people and tell me to like send me their pictures they got of, like, like, it was like a phenomenon. Like, people were like, get on Facebook. Like, oh, I just saw this. Wow. Earl anyway. Simmons was out there pumping gas. Come on, this man. Guy, Ain't no way. No, this is no, like, fake. Like, this is the real DMX. Was at, like, station. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, DMX, DMX clearly got some mental issues. Like, I know we're joking about him or whatever, but that maybe needs some help for real. Like, he needed help for years. And, and the thing, and that's, and it, it always comes back to when we, when we start talking about, you know how America deals with mental health. It's like throwing him in, in jail ain't working. It doesn't work. Clearly, yeah. Send him somewhere. Like you gonna put him in jail for a year? Send him to Ayana. Month. Ayana can fix his life. I, I oh, Ayana! I want Ayana. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was on one of those shows. Like he was on. Oh wow! Well, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it was that one. You know, I don't know if it was that one, but he was on he, one of those shows. He was on the one with the the one doctor, the white doctor with the glasses, and salt Not up the hair. Dr. Phil? Oh. Not Dr. Phil, the other one from VH1. Dr. Oz? No. Oh. Oh, what's his name? They used to do with celebrities. Used to with have the, the white, rehab with the show white, with the celebrities. With the white hair? Yeah, salt and pepper hair. I know who you're talking about. I don't know. I yeah, can't I don't remember know his name. I, I, I can see his. He I was on his. one of them, though. He, and then he used to host, like, um, Teen Moms and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Showing my age. But I'm Google. Uh, I mean, I guess since we're on the topic of like mental health and rappers, like did anybody see Bow Wow's like meltdown via the timeline? Yeah, I saw that, and I was gonna put out a very incessive tweet, so I helped myself. But I'll say on the podcast, I'm like, you know what? I mean, he's if this is how he feels. He's he's had a good run. Damn. Can't <laughs> <laughs> too many people say they lived the life that Bow Wow had. He was Mr. 106 in Park, you know. Calvin Cambridge. He probably. LA Knights or whatever the name of he, he low key has bagged a lot of the baddest women in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been rich. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, it is it is what it is. Like it's kind of like the and the reason I, I, I thought about it like that is kind of like with uh, like the gladiators. Doctor Drew, yeah, sorry, Doctor Drew. Dr. Drew. It, it's like it's like when you're a gladiator or NFL player, like you live your life as one of the most athletic, strongest, fastest. Uh, sometimes better looking people in the world, you, you live a life of riches and women throwing yourselves at you. Like most of those cats are going to die young from injuries and stuff like that. I mean, if you got to go out, it's not, you know, they lived a great life. I mean, if we had to, if we had to take a poll of those rappers back in like the late 90s, like between like DMX, Jay-Z, 
Ja Rule, Nas. And if we were like, hey, in 10 years, which one of these rappers is going to be fucked up? Like, a lot of people would have put their money on DMX. Just based on, but, what, but based, like, on what they, based on what they were rapping about. Uh, you, if, if you had to put I your money on. I would agree with that. Like, I would agree it, with it, that. It, it, that's what we would have bet on. Like, I mean, for the record, I've never heard about Wild album to keep it a buck. Yo, you are so disrespectful. You haven't listened I to the haven't. weekend. You listen to Bow Wow. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I've never listened to the weekend. That's not my first off. Listen, go listen to Bow Wow's do- like first off, I've always been Team Lil Romeo. Once he dropped out my baby, like I switched teams quickly. But Doggy Bag by Bow Wow was a really solid album. Doggy Bag. I, yes. I, I T-I, do like pin like most of that album. Throw it back. I, I do like I did like the the song uh, the Pharrell produced a little Bow Wow. You just don't know the way yeah. it moves. So that shit is hard. I'm not gonna lie, that beat that you beat is hard for that words. shit. Right, that's all. Sorry, but other than that, <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't think there's anything like I know that I can't relate to. Let's say a DMX is talking about uh, uh, what's that? Sh- what's that shit called? Uh, being a fuck. Uh, anyways, the thing we like to have sex with dead bodies. Uh, necrophiliac. Necrophiliac. I can't relate to that, but I don't think I can relate to ten-year-old little Bow Wow's raps right now. Like I can't. But I mean, it's to be honest, like, but I'm a music person, so I'll just try anything once. I, I am too. I listen to that Trouble album too. We're gonna talk about that one day. But anyways, continue. But I like Bow Wow went on this like decent run where he did like this green light mixtape series, which the first two were like good. He was covering other people's like beats, like riding over other people's beats, and then he also. Um, like, I guess he had, like, original production. It was really good, but then he got as excessive. Like, I saw him tweeting, like, yeah, Green Light 5. And I'm like, nigga, why would you ever make five volumes of an album that, like, most people didn't hear about? That's a question that, that we need answers to. But, you know, hopefully he gets together. <laughs> Low-key, he, he's kind of, I don't know, man. I think it's one of he's those things. He's another like, one that needs help. Yeah, and I think it's partly because when you're, like, most of these he falls into, I guess, the, the category of child celebrities, but most of these people end up kind of fucked up. Like your your life, your life shouldn't be like that that young. Like probably the things he was exposed to or did at a young age. Like he's kind of lived his life. He probably, I could guess, he maybe doesn't know what his purpose is. Like I guess being a star his whole life. Now he's not in the limelight as much he has to do stuff for attention like this could very easily be a cry for help but it could also be a call for attention uh tribbles remember when he tweeted that you know he was had box seats at the falcons game it was clearly it was clearly a bye week you know he's posting pictures and talking about he's on the pj and there's people clearly in coach with him taking pictures i'm like yo this dude is clearly in coach with me like I just think it's one of those things that when you're that popping or that rich, that young, you just kind of don't really have a purpose. All you know is celebrity. So, especially considering that, like, he's is he thirty yet, or did yeah. he just? He's like thirty one or something. I think. Yeah. So I mean, he's thirty one, and pretty much his career has been over for a few years. Like, what does Bow Wow do now? Like, he can't. He he doesn't make music really. He's on a reality show. Yeah. I mean, like, but yeah, it, that, that's it's, not. It's, it's going to be hard for Bow Wow to get that same gratification in life that he got when he was Lil Bow Wow. It's the same like what South Breeze was saying with NFL players. You're used to being the man, then you retire and it's like no one's looking for you. No one's screaming your name and all that stuff. And Bow Wow, what? Bow Wow went on tour with Jermaine, Jermaine Dupri when he was like 10? 
Like, yeah. imagine what that does to a 10 He was probably exposed to all like, kinds of... He, like, he, sold out, he sold out Madison Square Garden. Like, yeah, so, so it's like you're a 10-year-old. You're hanging out with Jermaine Dupree and, like, Usher, Ludacris, T.I. In, Atlant- in Atlanta. Yeah, and Snoop Dogg in Atlanta. Like, you're the man in Atlanta at 10. You turn Tony. eight. You turn eighteen. And it's like that's eight years of doing all that stuff, and you haven't even like really had a chance to grow up. Like it's it's amazing how some child stars can like handle that and be okay. Bow Wow, I don't like. I don't think he's he's not going to be that guy. Like Lil Wayne, I don't think he's going to be that guy. Like I think Lil Wayne's got issues, but then there's other. You think? Yeah, there's other. You've seen his face. Hey, be careful before Regine comes out here. Hey, I don't want to <laughs> young, resu- you. young resume Carter. <laughs> <laughs> but there's and look, 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 little Lucy and and resume. They gonna come for you. But there's there's other famous kids that seem to be doing well. Like you look at Venus and Serena Williams. They were famous when they were like 14. And they seem like I don't know their personal life. I don't know what they're doing behind closed doors, but they seem pretty normal comparatively. Like Beyonce, she seems pretty normal. Well, Kobe's so, a good example right now. He found him. He found something to do post basketball. He like he just won a yeah an Oscar. Right? That helps yeah. though. That helped though. I think that Oscar really because there was a lot of people saying like, what is Kobe gonna do without basketball? Because he does like Kobe notoriously does not have any friends. Like people do not. Yeah, yeah. Kobe Bryant. He, he, he damn near raped the woman and then tried to throw shade oh, on it. Okay, he, he was cleared of those okay. allegations. Okay, he, he was never. He no, he, he did. Paid her he did. He did throw Shaq under the bus. Like there was no need to bring Shaq. Yeah, her. like listen, take your choice. Your, your wife was not going anywhere. Like shut the fuck up while I throw Shaq under the bus. And even and even Kobe Bryant, he's an example of those child stars. Like, and I think Kobe Bryant's kind of fucked up, even though he's like. He's he's not normal, and I feel like if he wasn't, if he didn't grow up the way he did, he'd probably be a little bit more no, normal. Now he's just, yeah. you know, that makes the Ray J whole thing when he like went off on Fabulous that time. It makes it make sense. Like childhood mm-hmm. celebrities go fucking crazy. Yeah, that, I mean, it, it's. I, I know we like kind of we get on the celebrities about like wilding out when they you know whatever things happen, but I couldn't imagine. Like I, I think it was Kanye West was talking about it, how he had like this nightmare that he was putting North in the car seat and he couldn't do it. And there was like paparazzi all around him, like snapping put pictures, yelling at him, and he was just getting frustrated and angry. He just couldn't deal with it. And I can I can somewhat relate to that because I've had moments where I'm trying to put my kids in the car seat and the buckle's not snapping right, and the other kids screaming and kicking their shoes off and I'm like getting flustered and then imagine paparazzi snapping pictures at you while you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Imagine paparazzi yelling about your your wife's sex tape with another guy at you. And it's like I that would that would drive me crazy. Like I'll I would literally like, go crazy. I'll be like fuck Tyrone like you know. <laughs> Damn it, Tyrone Tyrone get out of here. Tyrone you ain't shit. Like you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we're—I mean, asking celebrities to be normal is—that's asking a lot, man. It is asking a lot. I couldn't. I wouldn't. That's I would a lot not, of pressure. I would not want to be a celebrity, honestly. I—I—I I, I wouldn't mind having the money, but I—I'd yeah. want to be how how the uh, like how the dream was for a while when he first came up. Like he was doing a lot of songwriting, 
and then he got paid a lot of money doing that. Like Neo did that for a little bit. Carry him, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can yeah, you can make a lot of money writing songs, producing songs, arranging songs, but then once you get in front of that camera, once people start recognizing your face, it changes the game for you. Well, some people want that though, but that, that they think they think they, they think they want that. Yeah, they, they, they think they do, but yeah. Um but yeah, we definitely went down a rabbit hole now. I, I find that was, totally. that was that was a good conversation. <laughs> but uh, one thing that I want to kind of, I guess, wrap things up with is uh, if you haven't heard, there is a another senseless murder of a black person in America. This time, this episode of Black People Being Cured in America was uh, Stephen Clark. Uh, he resided in uh, somewhere in California, I think Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. So. I don't know the whole details of the story. Uh, just fill me in if I'm wrong. But the, the long and the short of this is that got pulled over and the police thought that his cell phone was a gun. And we all know how that ends. And he was killed. He was shot in the back repeatedly. Yep. Oh, I, I, have a, I, I, have a, I have the chart. I have the chart. So he was shot right under his uh, right pectoral, shot right above the knee, shot twice in the neck. Jesus Christ, and two, four, five times in his uh, like went through his uh, shoulder blades. Like, damn, they shot him in the back. In the back. I'm, I'm very confused. Yeah, yeah. They, all, they all the shots. Eight, yeah, eight like seven or eight shots to the back, like from the back side. Like they mm-hmm. did. Yeah. I think it was like, six to the back, two on the side. Oh, so okay. again, what kind of John Wick super Negro do you think is going to be able to with one gun? cell phone turn around and make that type of damage where you feel the need to shoot him eight times in the back like i don't i don't get what kind of scary ass people out here patrolling the streets like that's that that that's not even reasonable like anybody that can judge that as a reasonable fear of thought they're just as wrong as they are but the the thing that i want to get onto is that uh myself and mr sniffles on twitter encountered some uh uh, a sect of bot Twitter that's trying to stir the pot amongst uh, Black Lives Matter. So the young lady, I guess she found a Twitter page. It was allegedly uh, Stephen Clark's. And the tweet says, if you're wondering why I wanted my son to be mixed with Asian, uh, they two steps ahead. And he put like a laughing emoji and it had like an Asian woman eating some ramen, but like the chop chopsticks had a fan attached to it, so it was cooling it. Another Asian woman putting a mask around her lips so you can apply her uh, lipstick. Another Asian woman with uh, like one of those arm pillows. And then another one with like a full cover umbrella. I'm not going to lie. That tweet was kind of funny. So this lady was like, oh, hashtag Stephen Clark, thoughts of little black women. And I was like, okay, so that just negates the fact that he was shot in the back eight times by the police. And then she was like, oh, Stephen Clark hashtag has plenty of sweet stating his feelings about that, about gay people and Black Lives Matter and lived it. And she's like, now you want to say they're jokes. I can't co-sign the black men who don't care about my life when they are alive. That doesn't even make any sense. Like, how does him potentially joking? And again, we don't know if this is real Twitter. Him joking about wanting to be with a non-black woman, a threat to a black woman's life. That's just his preference. But let's go ahead and skip over the bigger issue of him being shot in the back by the police because they feared he had a weapon, which ended up being a cell phone. Like, we're just gonna jump over that. So after that, I just assumed this lady was troll and a bot, and I just muted her, but 
like I, I don't get some of these people. Like we're just gonna negate, we're gonna negate the fact about the police being terrible. Long of the short, can you be judged by your tweets? Because again, let's say this was a Twitter page. Cool. Like we said earlier, Twitter is for the jokes. If a lot of people are judged for their tweets, I don't really tweet anything too crazy, but like there's probably some stuff you could pull on my Twitter that you like, wow, like that was kind of crazy. Like this dude's a terrible person, but don't let that be the thing that discounts, God forbid, a potential death or injury or beating by the cops or something like that. That's out of control. Yeah, I don't think anything that you say on Twitter really warrants for your life to be taken away. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't like, you know what I mean? If I'm scrolling through your timeline after the fact, even if I may not agree with some of your views, there's a lot of people whose views I don't agree with, but that doesn't mean I'm wishing their death on them. So if I were to hear that they actually passed away and in such a senseless way as he did by yet another cop's fucking killing, I'm not going to go back and say, oh, well, he deserved it type shit. It's because basically what that woman was saying. Yeah. She was just trolling. She was just looking for attention. Yeah. People like that, I don't, I don't give them any time. No time. It's the equivalent of pulling up like, okay, for example, like on my Facebook page, I have a picture of me holding a shotgun. That's like them pulling that picture up, like, oh, look at him. He has a gun. He's violent. Like, nah, I just thought it was a cool picture because it's in front of a Bob Marley poster. But, like, it's, it's one of those things. Like, it's like pulling up a mugshot or uh, actually with the, the picture of Stephen Clark, they had a picture of him, but the full picture was a picture of him and his family that they just chose to, like, edit that part out. You know what I'm saying? Just to, I guess, not make him look more human. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. It's just, it's, Back to the racist podcast, but that's it. Just irks me, man. Yeah, if I if I die in a public fashion and my death becomes like a hot topic, oh, but you uh, you you're not getting no love from my yeah. Please please don't please don't bring up my Michael Jackson tweets because I want some sympathy. I want people to care about my my life. So don't bring those up, please. <laughs> Sniffles, you're not getting shit. Or, <laughs> one Michael Jackson tweet, you're done. You're done. <laughs> you might oh well, you're gonna be the face of all lives matter. Exactly. Gonna... <laughs> Fox News is gonna hold up my picture like this is the Negro we want right here. Like, God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, so just you can't you can't let people and you know what, dog, we have to we have to get in these people's neck. We need to we need to create our own uh, uh, attack squad for we get those see these trolls or wild people get their ass out the point. Hey, go there, report block, report block, get the, get them out of here. I ain't got time for that shit. Make the timeline great again. That's that's my hashtag. I coined it. I think I'm the <laughs> first person to ever put it on Twitter. Uh, what is it? M T T L G A. Make the timeline great again. If you have a fucking picture of a, a double onion or a double garlic, and you say retweet for good luck, you're getting blocked. If you have a picture <laughs> of an orange with another orange side of it, a pregnant orange, yeah, pregnant you say retweet for good luck. You're getting blocked. I wish there was a button I could just simultaneously block everybody that retweeted and liked that picture. Because what the fuck are you retweeting that for? You're not getting good luck for repeating a post of a, a double garlic or a banana with two in one in one shell. Like, what is wrong with you, people? It's a chain. It's the new 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 age chain letters. Get that shit out of here! Like, chain how retarded? How retarded are you, people? Oh, I gotta click this and retweet this, or I'm gonna have bad luck. No, you're not. I feel attacked because sometimes I want you guys. To like, <laughs> 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 kind of share the luck. Okay. Yeah, I just want. No, oh, oh man, I'm retweeting and show the picture. Here, like, uh, you know? nah. That, why do I need to see a double an orange inside the orange? Like, how that is that? Unique. How is that? A I food? didn't retweet that one because I found out it was stolen. But oh. they're all stolen. <laughs> 
Bruh, any any tweet with over like ten thousand retweets is probably not an organic tweet. Like I've seen that shit happen on my own timeline. I've seen a dude steal somebody's tweet from another person, like word for word, like bruh, like die. Oh, I like it doing. when the people when the people come back, like, oh, you stole my tweet. That wasn't you. Hit my original tweet. Like I'm really fighting over a tweet. <laughs> I mean, that is it's an argument that can be intellectual property, but well, yeah. Nah, the, the timeline blocks everybody. But yeah, if you have any dumb shit like that, I'm I'm blocking you. Like now, anybody like the the time for the SpongeBob, Krusty uh, Krab, uh, Chum Bucket shit is past. Yeah, I'm not gonna block you, but if you retweet somebody that has one of those tweets, I'm blocking them. So just just keep that in mind. We're on to the to the SpongeBob exhaling with no pants. I, I was gonna say <laughs> that I, that is yeah. cool. That, that, that's that what we're cool. on now. We're on that one right now. Yeah, it's gonna that's be a SpongeBob filled year. Hold up, are they still making new episodes of SpongeBob, or are they just yeah, like going back and finding? Yes, they are. Yeah, they, they are. are. No, yeah. not. SpongeBob been done for like a whole year now. That's not. A, that's not true. Right. They're making brand new episodes of SpongeBob. Yeah. Wow. No, they're not. I don't, I don't know. What's your cash at? Bet me some money because I, I guarantee you I'm right. Well, I, I know. Trust me, I know. Listen, five dollars right now. This nigga be watching he be watching all the cartoons, so he probably does. Yeah, shout out, yeah, shout yeah, out to, knows. Shout out to Naruto. No, shout I, Naruto no, I chakras just, right. I, chakras just in order. I won the last episode debuted on February twentieth, two thousand seventeen. Got him. They stopped. I remember the last episode. Come on. Listen, I was a child when the first episode came out. I remember the first episode verbatim because that's Me like too. I was a little kid. <laughs> so I fucks with SpongeBob the long way. Yeah, that's that was my thing. I was like, I, I, I remember the show like ending. So I'm like, are people just going back and like remembering and rewatching them and reposting this stuff? Like, where's this stuff coming from? It's crazy. SpongeBob is a phenomenon on Twitter. Like, it's. Like, I kind of want to go back and watch it now. Like, I didn't watch it a lot, so. Yo, SpongeBob is funny. Like, I, I thought it was corny at first, but that should be had me dying. Like, it don't make no sense. It, it, so many adult themes in it. Like, yeah. it was, when you watch it as an adult, it's, like, funny as fuck. But as yeah. a child, it was just, like, entertainment. You know? I, used, I used to make fun of my homegirl, like, a, like, 10 years ago when it was, like, super popular. And I'm like, yo, why do you watch this? And then, like, I... I put it on in front of my kid, and he was watching it, and I was watching it with him, and I was like, this shit is hilarious. God damn. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to start watching it. If it's on Netflix, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, so uh, the, Loud, the Loud House is funny, too. So only we're, We've gone way off the rabbit, off the, uh, <laughs> off the deep end, but the only, thing that I don't, the only thing I don't like about the Loud House is that, like, the okay, there's a couple things about the Loud What House. is Loud House? Yeah, what I'm is, like, what is this? The Loud House. I was going to say. Loud house is, <laughs> the Loud House is lit, yes. So the Loud House is about, and it's an interesting uh, perspective. It's about a, a gentleman, a, a young kid who has, uh, I'm trying to think of the things on my head. He has, like, 11 sisters. He's the only, he's the only boy in the house. Or whatever, and his last name is Loud. His name is Lincoln Loud. Only thing I don't like about this show is that the only black character on the TV show, and again, there's nothing wrong with this. It just so the only black character on the show he has two dads, right? Whoa, come on! The the, the other he looks like Kendall. I'm gonna send you a picture of this kid. He looks just like oh, Kendall. This shit is hilarious. <laughs> and then the second thing is is that he's in love with this dude's sister. I'm like, Doug, why the only black dude on the show got to be lusting after this blonde-headed white woman? 
dog. Like, why we got to do this? <laughs> why we got to do this, dog? Like, this is out of control. And then another thing is, the only the only way this show can work, ah, damn, the racism is, is, is <laughs> flowing through my body right now. <laughs> it's flowing through my body. <laughs> this show only works because it's a family of white people, right? This couldn't be a family of Mexican people because then it falls to the stereotype of Mexican people having mad kids. It could be a family of black people because it just be like it turns some hood rat shit. Like <laughs> it, it, it's just a lot of things. I just like yo dog. Like why can't we have nice things? That's all I'm saying. Like why the why the brother got to have his nose bleed every time a white woman comes comes down the <laughs> stairs? Like he literally passes out every time he sees his girl. Like he's oh, in love with this woman. Like this shit is out of control. But the White House is funny. But yeah, I just I have I have some issues with with that. But. <sighs> That's my rant. I, you know, I think that's a good place to end this because we we've definitely uh that was a yeah. lot. That was a lot. <laughs> Check out the lighthouse. It's pretty funny. I'm not. What, gonna I mean, where does it what does it come on? Like what channel? Uh, Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. Of course, Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah. Shout, You're shout such an me. adult. I mean, speaking of speaking of cartoons, I think the creator of Ren and Stimpy got like arrested for child molestation or some shit like Man, that. Man, that does not surprise me. <laughs> yeah. That does not surprise me. Yo, the dude for iCarly is like a, a wacko oh, just, yeah. just freak nasty pedophile. I saw a Twitter yep. thread about it. That I was like, yo, like, they had, like video that show was that show was nasty. Like, I, I was he, like, like had a, he had like a foot fetish. He yes, had them, oh. like, like dry humping and like Splashing water bottles on girls' faces and stuff like yo. I was like, who is watching this, on? man? What? How did uh, this happen? Tribbles, Tribbles had uh, iCarly as her. Uh, her <laughs> oh, that's so true. Uh, listen, I I love Miranda Cosgrove. Um, probably yeah, was she dating like uh, she, she was dating a little pump? Or, yeah, yeah, she got a restraining order. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh no, little little puppy trash. It was crazy because like Miranda, Miranda Crossgrove dated with Pump, and then the other girl, the uh, what was her name on iCarly? Sam, I the think. Blonde her name. The blonde chick. She was dating some like NBA player at one point. She was. Oh yeah, she was wilding too. She had like all kinds of brazy pictures on the timeline. Like, oh yeah, she was wilding out. But uh, yeah, and then there's that fake story about Miranda Crossgrove being a prostitute, which. For the purpose of podcast is one hundred percent true. That shit was hilarious. I remember when I saw that, my heart was broken. I, I was no. like, "Yo, no, it's not." She out here tricking. You out here tricking? I Carly. Yo, so like, get your life together. Yeah, but it was fake though. But yeah, that I mean, that would have played perfectly into the narrative about child stars being uh being out of control, but. It is what it is, but yes, uh, shout out to everybody listening to the podcast. Appreciate it if you listen to this long. This podcast has run extremely long, but you know, we appreciate y'all rocking with us, and hopefully we can uh, hit another 10,000 views, hit 50,000 views, get a million listens, not views, listens, because this is not a video. But anywho, uh, y'all got any shouts before we uh, get out of here? Fuck Tyrone. Um... Yo, can you use your connections? Can we get him on the podcast? He's gonna need some work here soon. I'll, I will give him. Yeah, he needs some publicity. I'll give him fifty dollars if he'll come on the podcast. Yeah, if we can finesse uh, Tyrone on the, on the on the podcast, that'll be something special. I probably can get you somebody that knows Tyrone more than I do. Look, but. Howard Howard Twitter. We are we are making a call to action. We need Howard Twitter. Add me at South Three Seven Zero Six if you can get Tyrone on the podcast. We need Tyrone I will give you on the a, podcast. I will give you a finder's fee, and I will uh, give you a gift card to uh, Walmart or something like that. So, 
Shout out to Howard at uh, the illustrious Howard University. Uh, the Twitter. illustrious Howard University. Yes. Home of, home of the bison, not bisons with an S, people. Yeah. Mr. Savage? Um, I'd just like to give a shout out to my mom. Uh, happy birthday, mom, in a few days, uh, Wednesday. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, Amen. Rose from Is the it black, black Jesus or white Jesus? Uh, black Jesus, of course. There you go. Negro Jesus. Jesus. Uh, Jesus. God, <laughs> you know, Trillo G's. Uh, shout out to K O. I mean, uh, KJ Dallas Kid. Y'all know how we do. Uh, committee podcast. I'm committee. Gang, gang. Hey. You know how we do gang gang committee. Happy gang, birthday, committee, mom. Uh, El Chapa. Um. Shout out to everybody who missed me while I was gone. <clears throat> Gift Queen. <clears throat> She's like the only one. And so just, fresh. <laughs> that's a lie. So I just the fun. Thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for listening. Um, shout out to all my family, everybody that I love. And everybody, don't forget to add me or add me on my new Instagram, El Chapa27, E-L-L-E-C-H-A-P-A-27 on Instagram. At me. Oh, and also, uh, oh wait, really uh, quick. Follow the Aux DJ on Twitter. That's at T-H-E-A-U-X-D-J. Um, that'll be like the best thing in the world that you guys can do for me. So yeah. Yes, definitely follow El Chapa's page. Allegedly, she was dropping some thirst traps. I heard, you know, some, <laughs> some, 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 some tings, some tings out there, some, some bad tings. Good. I lost an inch on my waist. I lost like a good ten pounds. And hey, if I'm not on vacation on spring break, why the fuck not? There's an inches joke Ooh. there that I'm. There's an inches joke there that I'm and not there's gonna a, say. There's a Miami I'm not gonna <laughs> say. I'm not gonna say. It. I'm, gonna say it. I'm gonna let it slide. I'm gonna let that joke slide. You're, you're, you're good. You. You're good to go. So. Thanks, friend. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me shout out my my guy. Uh, he he's in an, another group message of mine. He's out here saying that Lupe Fiasco is the greatest MC ever. And he also thinks that Lupe Fiasco is a better rapper than Nas. So if you see me, mm. if you see me tweeting a lot about Lupe Fiasco and Nas this week, that is, it's, it's because of him. It's not me. It's him. I'm just throwing it to the timeline to have a nice discussion about it. That's it. Yes. Uh, shout out to <laughs> KJ Dowski. Shout out to Crafty Cake. Shout out to uh, Chuck Decoy. Shout out to Trill T. Uh, shout out to Hurricane, who was on last week, and he's he's been banned until he gets a new microphone. So uh, <laughs> once he gets that together and he he gets his life right, then we get back on the podcast. I appreciate Tribbles coming on from the illustrious Howard University. I appreciate you checking Tribbles. us out. Shout, shout out to Gift Queen. Shout out to all of Falcons Twitter, especially the retards who went to trade Matt Ryan for Andrew Luck. Oh, my this God. This podcast. Gift Queen. Gift Queen. <laughs> Holla. Queen. Ha, <laughs> <laughs>